right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag Program, happening in your neighborhood today. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... that a wise child makes a father glad, but a foolish one is the despair of its mother. Somehow, it doesn't seem right. If the kids make good, it's a credit to Papa. And if they don't, who gets the blame? Why, Mama, of course. It isn't fair. Well, very few things are. But, but I saw her. Saw who, Mrs. Whitlow? Monica, Lieutenant Garfield. Monica. Mrs. Whitlow, Monica's dead. I know. Therefore, you only think you saw her. I did see her, Lieutenant. I did. And before you say another word, come with me. You'll see her, too. Our mystery drama, The Stranger Inside written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Ralph Bell and Carol Titel. It is sponsored in part by Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Know thyself. Thus we are urged by the poets and the philosophers. Gaze inward and thou shalt find the stranger. The stranger within. How studiously, how desperately we seek to avoid him or her. For this is the one confrontation we may be unable to survive. The homicide detective is driving slowly through the deserted streets. It is very late at night, but he is in no hurry. You've heard it said, you've also read identification of the victim is being withheld pending notification of next of kin. He's about to notify next of kin. In the line of duty, he has had to visit many houses, but he does not usually get to mount the steps of a mansion as sumptuous as this one. For a while, there is no answer. Finally, a small interviewing slot opens in the door, and a voice inquires, Yes? Police. Oh. Is uh, Mrs. Whitlow home? Well, is it important, sir? Would I be ringing a bell at 4.30 in the a.m. to sell the tickets to the policeman's ball? Oh, yes, of course. Well, uh, come in, sir. Why do you wish to see Mrs. Whitlow? I would have to tell that to Mrs. Whitlow. Well, sir, you can tell it to me, and I shall see that she's informed. I can't tell it to you. Oh. Sir, I'm afraid there's a, a problem. Oh, yes? Uh, Mrs. Whitlow is not at home. 
When do you expect her? Oh, I couldn't say, sir. Where'd she go? Once again, I couldn't say, sir. Would you have any idea? Oh, none at all. What's your name? It's uh, Downs, sir. Look, uh, Mr. Downs, while I don't say she exactly signs out with you every night... Oh, what a knob thought. Still and all, you would have some kind of an idea oh, no, where... Sir, no, sir, I... Well, shall I explain? This evening, Mrs. Wicklow said she was going to a dinner party at Mrs. Aston's. Now, on the way, she may have changed her mind and gone somewhere else. Where? Oh, who knows? Pookie's play is opening at Covent Garden in London tonight, or, or Boo Boo is giving a party in Paris. They uh, have such impossible names, these people. So? So, someone might say, let's get into so-and-so's private jet and, 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 and crash. Or they may have decided to go to New Orleans or San Francisco. Yeah. On the other hand, she may walk in at any minute. Well, I'd better wait a while. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, Try that chair. It's more comfortable than the sofa. Thanks. Would you, um, would you care for a cup of coffee? No, thanks. Uh, I'll tell you what I could use, though. I mean, I'm definitely not supposed to, especially on duty, but... Straight or with soda, sir? You're a pretty good guy, Downs. Is that the uh, English accent legit, or do you put it on? Oh, I was born in London, sir. I'm entitled to it. It's, um... It's about Miss Monica, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, dear, one could tell. One just knew it was coming. <laughs> Mrs. Uh, Whitlow? Mrs. Whitlow, I presume. Dr. Livingston, I presume. I'm Detective Lieutenant Jerome Garfield. Ooh. Oh! Downs told me there was a policeman waiting for me. Oh, oh, don't shoot, officer. I'll go quietly. Mrs. Whitlow. Oh, did I park in front of a, a fire hydrant again? Mrs. Whitlow. Oh, you see, I'm going to keep doing it. Do you know why? Because I never get punished for it. Every time I get a ticket, why, Arthur or Harold fixes it. No. No, this time I will take my medicine here. <laughs> Put on the handcuffs. Mrs. Whitlow, I'm here to inform you that your daughter, Miss Monica Whitlow, was killed at about midnight. Yes. We believe it occurred during the course of a, a robbery. Yes. The thief evidently lost his head and fired. Uh, oh. According to the coroner's report, death was instantaneous. Monica, Monica is dead. She was definitely identified by the documents in her purse and, of course, by her fingerprints. Well, uh, uh, where would you get her fingerprints? I'm sure you know, Mrs. Whitlow. She was arrested that time for possession of drugs. Oh, who, uh... Who has identified her positively? I mean, after all, until a member of the family identifies her positively. I understand, Mrs. Wicklow, and therefore I should like to escort you to the morgue. The morgue? Oh, no. No, no, no. no. Take Downs with you. Downs? Downs knew her. He knew her better than anyone else. He was her friend. Take Downs. You are her only living relative, Mrs. Wicklow. Does, does it have to be me? You're her mother. Well, I... I 
I, I'm only his stepmother. I'm afraid in this case it will be necessary, Mrs. Wicklow. Please. All right. When do you want us to go? Now. I'm sorry about everything, Mrs. Wicklow. But I had to be the one to inform you and subject you to that experience in the morgue. There, uh, there are questions I must ask you, but uh, I'll call on you in a day or so. Goodbye. I advise you to get some rest. Where are you going? Back to police headquarters. Oh, don't leave me. Please, please don't leave me. Well, oh, I... Please, please come in. Don't leave me alone. I, I, I couldn't stand that. Please. All right. She, uh... She's dead, isn't she? Yes, ma'am. Where did it happen? Albright Avenue, near Dickens. Albright? Near Dickens? Yes, ma'am. Well, what was she doing there? That hasn't been a respectable neighborhood in 50 years. We don't know. She was wandering around at midnight. Why? Mrs. Wicklow, that's a question I thought I would ask you. I don't know why she was there. Didn't she ever tell you where she was going? No. What about her friends? Could you give me a list of her friends? I couldn't. I didn't know any of her friends. I see. What do you think you see? That I knew absolutely nothing about my daughter? Yes. You're right. I don't. I didn't. Did the two of you ever talk? <laughs> Did we ever talk? Now that you mention it? Not very often. And not about very much. And you really knew very little about her? I knew very little about her. I, uh, I think I'd better be going. Oh, don't go. I, I, I don't want to be alone. Now, Mrs. Wicklow, I'm... No, uh... I, 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 I know what you're going to say. It is not the function of the police department to furnish people to comfort those I wasn't who... going to say that. But this is a very bad moment for me. I know it's remarkable, but I have no one to turn to. You do have friends, Mrs. Wicklow? My friends are all butterflies, Lieutenant. Marvelous companions in prosperity. But they simply cannot function in adversity. You have your servants. My servants judge me. I'm sorry. I suppose it's my fault. Why do you say that? Well, it's nice of you to ask. To pretend you don't know. But I don't. You saw her. A rather plain-looking, ungainly girl. Mom. And you look at me. Would you take me for her mother? No one else ever did. Everyone thought I was her somewhat slightly older sister. Everyone thought so. I don't think so. You don't? I didn't think she was plain looking or ungainly either. The first and only time I ever saw her was just a few minutes ago. She was dead. I... <laughs> I deserve that. Mrs. Wicklow, I'm sure that you could very probably have a lot to reproach yourself for. You know that better than anyone else. But what is done is done, and blaming yourself isn't going to bring her back. Thank you, Lieutenant. We live in a very violent time. These terrible things happen. Perhaps it wouldn't have happened if she was safe at home. Or if she had a home she felt safe in. 
Well, there's nothing I can say about that. I'm sure there's plenty you could say about it, Lieutenant. But you're too much of a gentleman. So, what happens now? Now, we will try to find the killer. Yes. Well, thank you, Lieutenant. You let me know if there's any progress. Homicide, Granfield. Oh, it's you. Come on. I'm not holding out on any of you guys. We just don't have any leads, that's all. Yeah, I know you have to write something. I don't know what she was doing in that neighborhood. I don't know why anyone should have wanted to kill her. Look, rich girls get murdered, too. That's democracy. Yeah, we'll send to you. Uh, may I come in? No, it's you. Yes. Uh, may I sit down? Yes, please. Well? I, uh, I was wondering if there'd been any progress. None at all. Oh, but you do have some leads. Not a single one. Yes, but in the papers and on the air, they say the police are following certain leads. We have to say that. You do? Two reasons. One, if we say we're nowhere, then people get angry and begin asking why are we paying the police their wages. Oh. And two, there's a chance to shake things up. People involved might get scared. Somebody can come forward and try to make a deal. I see. But so far, nothing's happened. Everyone says that Monica was killed during the course of a robbery. Why? Why? Because it makes sense. Why else would she be killed? But I have come here to ask questions, Lieutenant. She wasn't physically assaulted in any way. She wasn't robbed either. You found her handbag near her body. That's how you were able to identify her. Yes, Mrs. Whitlow. But it was a shoulder bag. She was obviously wearing it. The thief took it. But the shot must have attracted attention. He lost his nerve, ran away. He just dropped the bag. Do you believe that? It's a pattern... It occurs in a great many holdups. You get some first-time kid and he panics. I don't think so. You don't? Why not? But why did he have to kill her? He already had the bag. She wasn't screaming or putting up a fight. You're dealing in the dark area of the criminal mentality. Right, let us assume that it wasn't a holdup. Why should we? Well, then we would have to ask what else it could have been. Why should we even ask that? Lieutenant, Lieutenant, I can't prove this, but I... I have the feeling that the police department isn't really working overtime to solve this murder. What makes you say that? Why I say it is not really important. Lieutenant Carfield, just tell me, is there any truth to it? Are you working as hard as you can? Off the record, Mrs. Wicklow? Off the record. The answer is no. We're not. Can you tell me why? You know the lieutenant is going to tell her, but there's no reason why he should do it in Act One. She has raised an interesting question. Why are the police sort of not exactly holding back, but relaxing a bit in this particular homicide? 
This becomes the exclusive business of Act Two, and I shall bring it to you shortly. children are, asks the popular radio and TV promotion. Where do kids go today? And what do they do when they get there? It's a strange and alien world, that universe of the young. And the rest of us are shut off from it completely. No other group or even nation guards its frontiers more zealously or hides its secrets so completely and successfully. Forward into the second act. I have a right to know. Why are you not trying as hard as you can to solve my daughter's murder? Everything is relative. I want a straight answer. I'm trying to give you one. Right now, we have at least a dozen unsolved murders on the book. I am not concerned with that. And every day, maybe every other day or every third day, we'll get another murder. Maybe two. You are still not answering my question. Now, this is part of the answer. An investigation calls for money. Manpower. I am aware of all of that. All right, what do we have here? A girl is killed at midnight. She's in a neighborhood where, frankly, she has no business. What are the chances, realistically, of catching her killer? The answer, one word. Remote. But still... But still, we're doing the routine. We're trying to find witnesses. We're trying to see if anyone heard anything, knows anything. That's really all we can do in a case of this kind. That's all. Mrs. Wicklow, let me be frank. If there was some sort of important public interest to this case... But you see, the public is... No, 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 you're talking about curiosity. I mean interest, the public interest. If there was some underworld activity tied in, or if it would lead to other things... But she is entitled to justice. Uh, She may be getting more justice than she deserves. And just what does that mean, Lieutenant Garfield? I'm sorry I said that. I'm in charge of this investigation. I'm doing something I never did before. And what's that? And this is between you and me. I really don't want to solve this case. You what? You heard me. I just assumed this thing sort of faded away. Found its place in the back of the files and was forgotten. How can you even say such a thing? Because... I'm sorry for that kid. And this is how you show it. You, you, you let a murderer go unpunished. Even if I made it my lifetime career, I'd have very little chance of finding him. But you said words to the effect that you don't want to find him. You know how much money she had in her purse? It was returned with her things. I didn't bother to count. I couldn't... I, I couldn't bear to look at it. You should have counted the money. Would have been an education. Would you please tell me what you're driving at? She had $5,000 in small bills. $5,000? Why was she carrying that kind of money and so much? I don't know. You don't want to know. I have no idea. She was arrested once for possession of narcotics? Yes, I know about that. But it turned out there was a lack of evidence. I'll tell you what there was no lack of. Influence. That Whitlow name and connections. Very potent. Are you implying... You got the kid off. Look, she really... That is, she... Well, she didn't mean to. Yes, I know, I know. We we saw the psychiatrist, and he said she'd only done it to attract attention. You see, she... She felt neglected. All right. I admit I was to blame. But you see, 
never really had any meaningful relationship. I wonder why. It wasn't all my fault. You see, she was only nine when I married her father. She accused me of stealing him from her mother. And it... Well, it was true. You admitted? And then, when her mother just went to pieces and died, well, that was also my fault. Of course, her father, who had a very short attention span, left us both to go climbing mountains in Asia or Africa. was never heard of again, and that was also my fault. Now, look, Mrs. Wicklow, I'm not trying to find faults and place blame. Yes, you are. Everybody does. Well, that time when she got herself caught, she was 15. 14. I thought we'd try to start all over. And did you? Maybe I just didn't try hard enough. Do you admit it? I suppose. You see, I... Look, I... All right, I'm, I'm, I'm not a very deep person. I'm not even very intelligent. Her father chose me for one and only one reason. <laughs> I'm just a lot of fun to be with. Well, evidently you didn't find much fun with your stepdaughter. Oh, she was a dull, boring little girl. Wasn't her fault. But it's true. I did try. And, and you see, she, she was homely. By your standards, maybe. Well, they are the only standards I've got. Homely kids sometimes grow into handsome women. Yes. But she became 18, 19, and then 20. And nothing happened. I guess it was just hard for us to be close. You see, we were so different. You could have tried harder. All right, I could have tried harder. I don't ask you to sit in judgment. And I didn't ask you to come here. Look, I am a citizen. I am a taxpayer. I have a right to make an inquiry. And you're entitled to an answer, which is we have made no progress. Look, what were we really talking about? I wanted you to let this girl alone. She had a short and unhappy life. If we find her killer, he's going to tell us why he killed her. Because he panicked while he was trying to rob her. No. No, it goes back to the $5,000 she had in her bag. Why would she have so much money? She was a rich girl. To her, that... Well, that wasn't so much money. In that neighborhood at that time of night? What are you driving at? She was selling drugs. I don't believe that. Five, ten, twenty dollar bags. You can't prove it. I don't want to prove it. She was killed because she was freelancing. She didn't know she was operating in someone else's territory. The motive wasn't robbery. It was done by a hired killer. To be a lesson to other people like her. I don't believe she was pushing drugs. You mean you don't want to believe it? There must be another reason why she was there, why she was killed. Yes. I don't know what it is, but I am going to find out. You are? Yes. How? I... I don't know, but I am going to do it. Oh, it's Lieutenant Garfield. Hello, Downs. May I come in? Oh, yes, sir, of course. But, uh, Mrs. Wicklow is not at home. I haven't come to see Mrs. Wicklow. I've come to see you. Oh, yes, sir. You were convinced Monica was headed for tragedy. You said that to me. Yes, sir, I did. But you never told me why. Because I... I don't know why. Downs, 
People have to have reasons for saying something as drastic as that. Well, I'm sure I had a reason, sir, but I, I just can't account for it. Was it because of anything that was happening in the house? The girl was being driven from the house. Oh. What does that mean? Oh, it, it wasn't anything conscious on Mrs. Wicklow's part. She really tried to be nice to Monica. It's just that everything ended badly. How? Well, I really believe that Mrs. Wicklow is, is repelled by things that are not beautiful, sir. And it shows. No matter how she tried to hide it, her, her very manner would make Monica feel uncomfortable. And then, of course, besides, they simply didn't see eye to eye. On what? Oh, on anything, sir. But particularly money. Money? Oh, I should say on, on, on what to do with money. You see, Lieutenant, Mrs. Wickler maintained that money should be enjoyed, and Monica said money should be put to good use. Meaning what? Oh, I'm not quite sure, sir. What made you think that something tragic might happen to Monica? Well, sir, because she could no longer stand the atmosphere in the house, uh, and she would leave it frequently. And go where? Ah, uh, she wouldn't say. Weren't you curious, Downs? There is a limit to the amount of curiosity a servant may safely display, Lieutenant. I see. So there she was, a girl without friends. No one knew where she was going or what she was doing. And no one asked her. Oh, yes, sir. I... I did. And she answered, what? Nothing, I'm afraid. She... Well, I think she didn't want anyone to know. Yes, that's what I'm afraid of. Where is uh, Mrs. Wicklow? Mrs. Wicklow? Oh, she's out, sir, as I told you. But uh, something new is taking place there also. In what way? She isn't running around. No, 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 I shouldn't use that expression. I mean, she is not seeing her old friends. She isn't pursuing her, her, her usual interests. Now, what is she doing? Well, I... I think she's spending time in that neighborhood. Which neighborhood? Around Albright Avenue. Albright... That's where... Why, yes, sir. That's where Monica was murdered. How do you know this? Well, the other night she came home and she said to me, Downs, I have no change. Go outside and pay the cab driver. And I did. I asked him where he'd picked her up. And he said, all right near Dickens. What would she be doing there? Oh, I couldn't say, Lieutenant. Uh, perhaps you might ask her. Perhaps I'd better. <laughs> Oh, it's you. What are you doing here? Shopping. For what? This is your kind of neighborhood. What are you doing here? Looking for you. Why? You've got no business here. Oh, I thought it was a free country. You could go anywhere you like. Yes, that's theoretically true, but the fact is you have no business here. Why do you say that? You have a guilty conscience about your stepdaughter. True. I'm guilty that she considered herself my stepdaughter. Perhaps if I'd looked on her as my real daughter, she'd still be alive. About your guilty conscience? I'm entitled to have one. I earned it. You're doing the detective fiction bit. Because the police seem to have given up, you'll be the amateur who goes to the scene and pokes around and finds the killer. Maybe. 
Your way doesn't work. Oh, so far, neither does yours. All you can do here is get yourself into very real trouble. Really? You're an alien presence. You ask questions. You make people suspicious. In addition, you can be robbed, mugged, killed. These days, I can happen to anyone, anywhere. Mrs. Wicklow, why don't you go home? I can't. Something keeps pulling me here. Drawing me here. What? I don't know. If I try to explain it, you'll think I'm crazy. But somehow, I feel close to Monica. So very close. You know something. I even think I may have seen her. Mrs. Wicklow, do you know what you're talking about? Yes, Lieutenant Garfield. I know what I'm talking about. Oh, the sights that may arise when guilty conscience lights our eyes. Someone said that about a thousand years ago. It's still fresh and new today. But why should a very modern, no-nonsense woman like June Wicklow even think she may have seen her dead stepdaughter? Even after we discount for her feelings of remorse, the question still haunts us. We won't know until the third act, which I shall reveal shortly. There's no accounting for mother love where it exists, or understanding it where it is absent. It was a Mr. Amos Trent who coined the expression, a face that only a mother could love. But there are some mothers and some faces that would not fit the truism. Well, we must do the best we can. And in all kinds of love, we can always say, it's better late than never. Buenos dias, senora. Uh, could you help me? Do you speak English? <laughs> si, senora. Uh, th- there was this girl. You see, here, this is her picture. Ah, uh, si. She was killed not far from here. And I want to see if anyone knew anything. Ah, si. Well, no. I know nothing. Nothing at all. You can't tell me anything. I have never seen her. Oh. You are uh, the police? No, oh, no, no. The police, they have come. They ask. I know. I, uh, I have seen you before. What do you mean? I stand by the door of my shop. I see you walk down the street. You go into stores and houses and you ask, you, you ask about girls. Well, yes. Why? Because I am... I was her mother. Ah, the mother. Yes. And no one will tell you of this girl. No. Is there... Is there something to tell? Senora, she was good. Yes. Yes, I know. I know she was. Uh, But do you know, Senora, how good? I... Well, I... She made everyone promise to say nothing. To say nothing about what? Well, not to say what she was doing. Yes, but what... What was she it doing? It's so important for her that no one know. But now she is dead. Why should I not tell? Please, please tell. To the police, I will not tell. To, to strangers, I will not tell. But 
to the mother? <laughs> yes. Tell me. She was, uh, how you say, an angel? Yes. Angel. If one would need money for the rent, for the food, for a doctor, she would say, here, take. She did that? Yes, always money for those who, who, who is suffering. That's what she did? Yes. And she said, there are so many poor, and yet there is so much money in this world. I have money. Why should I not have? She said that. Oh, yes, senora. And she said, I want to see the people. I want to talk to them. Make sure they are held. Uh, that is why, senora, she could walk these streets at any time and be safe. But, but she couldn't. And she wasn't. She was killed. Yes, senora, I know. I know. Why? It was not done by anyone who lives here. And when we find out who has done it, he will pay. You, you are her mother. What an honor to be mother to a saint. This is what she was doing. This is where she would go. Yes, yes, senora. Why? What did you think? What did I think? Uh, Excuse me, por favor. A question, Earth. El diario, no sé, adiós. Todo chanta. Ok. Gracias. Señora. Señora, something is wrong. That that girl. That that girl who just bought that paper and the cigarettes, who is she? I cannot say. Who is that girl? What is wrong, señora? Why am I standing here? I have got to talk to that girl. Where did she go? Where could she have gone? Oh, oh, uh, excuse me, sir. Sir, sir, have, have you seen a girl? A girl with long dark hair, and, and she was carrying a, a newspaper. No, I'm English. Uh, have you seen? Do you know? Luis, you don't know this girl? Uh, no, senora. Has she ever come into the shop before? Oui, I think... Perhaps maybe once, two times. She she buys the paper and the cigarettes. And you don't know who she is or, or, or where she lives? No, senora. Why? Does the senora... Didn't you notice? She looks exactly like my daughter. Ah, yes. It could be said she does. But still, why should that... Maybe I'm not communicating. If I spoke to people in Spanish... Uh, how do you say, uh, girl? Oh, one can say, niña, muchacha, señorita, it would depend. A, a girl with black hair. Ah, una morena. But, senora, look through the window. You would see so many girls with black hair. I understand. But I've got to find her. Well, Lieutenant, where are all your great theories? I never said they were great. First, you claimed she was murdered by a thief. Now we know that robbery was not a motive. Second, you claimed she could have been killed by a professional assassin as a punishment for selling drugs without a license. I mean by that, an underworld license. But she wasn't doing that. I merely suggested these as possibilities. But now we know what she was doing. And neither of us even thought about it. Tells us both a great deal about ourselves, doesn't it? Well... Doesn't it? I'm not sure I follow you, Mrs. Whitman. The immediate reaction for both of us was to assume that she was up to no good. Why did we both make that assumption? That neighborhood. 
Do you know I have never been in a place like that before? But you knew such places existed. No, only as places to be avoided. That's not why I've come to see you, though. Now, you see, I have a theory as to why my daughter was killed. And I'll tell you what it is. She was murdered by mistake. What sort of mistake? She was killed because she looked like someone else. Who? You find that out. Is there a girl who looks like Monica? Some some girl with a criminal record. A girl who could be a, a, a threat to somebody. A girl who has to be put out of the way. What makes you think so? Because I saw this girl in the neighborhood. Maybe, maybe she's the one the killer wanted. How can we find out her name, who she is? Well, there's only one way to do it, and it's a very long way. We'll have to look at pictures. Have you gone through the whole book? Oh, I never knew there were so many black-eyed, black-haired girls in the world. And with criminal records. Could any of these girls be mistaken for Monica? No, I'm not sure, but... But I, I think this girl... Yes. Yes, she resembles Monica very, very closely. Let me look. But it says this girl is supposed to have red hair. Could she have dyed it black? I mean, wait a minute, yes. If she wore it pulled back in, in, in a ponytail, she could be that girl in the store. Maria Lopez. Say, the Federals are looking for her. What did she do? Nothing. She's a witness to a murder, the Stanhope killing. Who? A cop by the name of Stanhope was shot down on the West Coast by the son of a leading figure in organized crime. That is, he was identified by a witness. And the witness is this girl, Maria. Yes. She agreed to testify, but she received threats, and uh, she ran away. Here. Well, this was her home originally. And they followed her. They saw Monica, and they thought... Yes. Yes, it might have been that way. Oh, no wonder that girl seemed terrified. But what can we do? Well, we'll have to find it before the killers do. Well, why, why don't I, I go down to this little grocery store and just ask now, them Now, you better stay home. You don't have to do our work for us. Well, what have I been doing up until now? All right, I deserve that. But from here on, we can handle things. Bienvenida, senora. Uh, that, that girl... Has she been in here again? The girl? Yes, the, the one who looks like my daughter. Ah, si, de Moreno. As soon as she comes in, she buys her paper, her cigarette. Look, I have to see her. Do you know where she lives? Ah, no, senora. Look, listen to me, Luis. She is in danger. Danger? Yes, they they want to kill her. Quien? Who? The ones who murdered my daughter. But why, why? Don't you understand? We must find her. But the police... The police could take too long and be too late. If only we could. Look. Through the window. Oh, it's the girl. Maria. She, she's coming in here. Oh, it's you. Maria. Luis. Luis, call the police. Senora, that man outside the window. He has a gun. Go to the floor. Quick. Take a sip of this nice hot coffee. You'll be all right, too. Oh, I, I, 
one must have fainted. You were told to stay home. I know, but I, I thought you I could... You told us where you'd seen her. We had the place staked out. We knew this would be where they tried to get her. Well, I, I just wanted to make sure. Then we see you come marching in, and before I can do anything about it, she comes right in on your heels. You could have gotten everybody killed. But you, you did get the people who... Oh, yes, yes, yes. They're safely in custody, as the saying goes. Now it's all over. Is it? I looked around and I asked myself, is it all over? Is what Monica wanted to do all over? I couldn't answer that. I spent my life trying to be a, a beautiful person. Well, I would have to admit that you succeeded. I don't think I knew what beauty really was. Now, that old Lewis, he needs a shave, his pants are shiny, his shirt is rumpled. <laughs> he probably bought them secondhand. And so long ago, he probably can't even remember. Would you say there's anything chic about him? <laughs> Nothing that I can see. <laughs> and yet he's probably the most beautiful person I know. I, I, I want to ask him things about this neighborhood... Monica's neighborhood. You see, she, she was very important here. Louis said that. Everyone thought she was such a, a beautiful girl. It's true. I didn't see it. Why? Why didn't I see it? But you see it now. Yes. Monica's going to be missed. That's why somebody has to keep up the good work. And maybe, maybe after a while... People might think I'm beautiful, too. How about Pookie's play in London and uh, Bubo's party in Paris? Oh, I only did those things to kill time. But now I think I understand what Monica was trying to teach me. And what was that? How to... to use time. Time. Do you, uh... You think you might have time for dinner tonight? The answer to that would be another story. I can tell you that June Wicklow took Monica's place. And where she went, you would find peace and joy. Because June helped whoever was in need. And because of her, we can reverse the old adage and say, like daughter, like mother. I'll be back shortly. We can spend a lifetime living with a stranger. And that stranger is in our own body. We go out to learn about the world, to meet with all kinds of people, try to understand humanity. But what does it avail us if we ourselves are a mystery to ourselves? Next time you look in the mirror, you might say to that face, Do I really know you? Our cast included Carol Titel, Ralph Bell, and Ian Martin. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. For Michael from Mary, August 10th, 1865. And then a third inscription for Edwin from his loving father. No date. All first names. 
it's too bad. Oh, what is that, sir? This Bible might belong to anybody. No way of identifying to whom it belongs. Oh, well, let's keep on walking. Oh, Inspector, look there. Those, those marks on that big flat rock. Ah, Sloan, I think you found something. Is it there? I wouldn't take an oath on it, but those stains are not very old. Someone was badly hurt here. I'd say those marks are blood. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things with a program that complements your regular recycling. Cause plastics can be so much more. Give this trash a second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.